Morning, everyone. Happy New Year for Tuesday. It's my privilege this morning to come and teach you and to talk to you from this part of God's Word. Thank you to all of those who have shared and given thanks to God publicly in this congregation. And it's lovely to hear your singing voices. You sing pretty good. And it's just really nice to be here in this air-conditioned building, isn't it? <laughs> Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word and for this opportunity we have to learn, to learn from it. We ask that you would speak to us and help us to understand this portion of your word. And that you might help us to be obedient to it. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Why is that echoey? Can I give that to you? Thanks. Stay away from me. In this passage, in Colossians chapter 3, the Apostle Paul is talking about <coughs> our experience as we follow Jesus. He's already expressed what God has done for us in sending Jesus and in dying for us. And now in this passage, he particularly wants to emphasize our response and our responsibility. It begins in verses 1 to 4, just quickly in this chapter, talking about we are now to set our eyes on things above, not on things on the earth. In verses 5 to 8, he talks about there are some things that we have to say no to. We have to put to death the bad sinful habits that we have. And then in verses 9 to 11, he talks about how we're to like put on a new set of clothes, a new wardrobe. There are to be new habits, new skills, new attitudes. And he says beautifully in verse 11 that there are no more racial barriers, there are no more religious barriers, no more cultural barriers, no more social barriers. There is a very real sense that we are to be one. And that's what Jesus did when he picked his 12 apostles. He picked Matthew and he picked Simon the Zealot. Matthew was a tax collector and Simon the Zealot was a terrorist. What? Terrorist? terrorist. Really? Yeah. Okay. And 
that's what the zealot means. It means that a zealot is somebody who would seek to kill the Romans to overthrow them. So Simon and Matthew would have hated each other before they started following Jesus. And now in the church we have Jews and Gentiles. Slave and free. They even had, Paul uses the word barbarians and Scythians. Which are the lowest of the low. is why we as a church at Sunnybank, we have English speaking and Cantonese speaking and Mandarin speaking people. We are one church. And sometimes that leads to difficulties because of different cultures. We do things differently. Which is why in verses 12, 13 and 14, the Apostle Paul says, we have to have an attitude where we care for each other, where we are patient and gentle and kind and forgiving each other. I like Paul's metaphor, this picture, because he talks about like putting on a new set of clothes. <coughs> These characteristics that he's listed in verses 12, 13, and 14 are like a set of clothes that we are to put on. We've got a new wardrobe. And these clothes never wear out, they fit every occasion, they suit every situation we find ourselves in. And then Paul comes to the passage, verses 15 to 17, which is where I want to focus this morning. There are four truths that I want to just talk about quickly. In verse 15, the Apostle Paul says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. In verse 16, he says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Verse 17, it's like the name of Christ, influence and guide all we say and do. And then in each of those three verses, the Apostle Paul says, and to do it with an attitude that is thankful. Thankful. Okay. So let me just talk about that very quickly. Let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts. The word rule means that it's to be the umpire. When there are two sporting teams and there is a decision to be made, the umpire makes the call. He makes the decision. So the Apostle Paul is saying to us, as we follow Jesus, let the peace of Jesus, the peace of Christ, 
umpire our hearts, rule in our hearts. 咁就話咧，如果我哋係讓基督嘅平安係管治我哋心嘅時候，我哋就信任基督所做嘅決定，讓佢係管治我哋心。When we have to make an important decision, God can guide our hearts. 當我哋做一啲重要嘅決定嘅時候，基督係會帶領我哋嘅心。Now, of course, outside of Jesus, our hearts can be very tricky, very deceptive. 一個未信嘅人，佢嘅心裏邊好多嘅誘惑，好多嘅誒欺詐嘅。But as we walk in obedience and submission to Him, then He says, if we delight ourselves in the Lord, He will give us the desires of our heart. 佢話：如果我哋係真係啊跟從基督嘅話咧，我哋就會有一個決定，就係會啊跟從基督嘅決定去到做事。This is what the Lord Jesus said in John chapter fourteen: My peace. I leave with you. My peace, I give to you. 就好似基督喺約翰福音第十四章裏面講話，我地上面留下平安，係讓你哋有平安。It's this peace that the Apostle Paul says, the peace of Jesus, that would let umpire or rule dominate our hearts, our inner selves. 咁即係話咧，基督嘅王國或者基督嘅主權喺我哋心裏邊係做個主導，所以我哋感覺到平安。When we step out of the will of God, when we commit a sin, when we disobey, then we won't have peace in our hearts. We'll be distressed or guilty. 假如我哋係背離咗基督嘅話咧，我哋唔跟從個指引嘅話咧，咁我哋會陷喺罪裏邊，我哋就會陷入一啲嘅罪疚感。But when we confess our sins, then He forgives us and His peace returns. 但當我哋承認我哋罪嘅時候咧，咁基督又是嚟翻我哋心裏邊，咁我哋又是再感受翻呢一種嘅平安。This peace is both personal as well as corporate。呢種嘅平安咧，可以係好個人嘅，但亦都係喺個羣體裏面出現。The peace of Christ that rules our hearts is a personal, deep inner sense of rest, of security in Him。喺個人嚟講，呢種平安就話我哋心裏邊有一種嘅啊。保障有一種嘅誒誒嗰個誒平安嗰個嘅誒休息，可以令到我哋係好誒開心。And it also has this body dimension that it's peace in one body。我哋亦都可以話咧，其實我哋之間有平安，就好似一個身體咁樣。Which makes sense. If I am at peace with Christ and walking with Him, and you're at peace with Christ and walking with Him, then we will be at peace with each other. 咁講嚟都好有道理啊！如果我心裏邊有基督平安，你心裏邊又有基督平安，咁我哋兩個喺埋一齊，應該一齊都有平安嘅。Number one, let the peace of Christ dominate, rule in your hearts。嗱，第一點就係話要基督嘅平安係管治，係主導我哋心。Verse sixteen, number two, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly。第十六節就話咧，讓基督嘅道理豐豐富富嘅住喺我哋心裏邊。The word of Christ, of course, refers to His revelation, His teaching, His, which is now in the Scriptures for us. 基督嘅道理就係話佢俾我哋嘅啟示咧，佢俾我哋教導咧，都係好豐富，完全寫曬喺啊聖經裏邊。Paul calls it the word of Christ because it's not only from Him, but it's about Him, and it teaches us about Him. 司徒保羅咧就話，誒聖經係誒基督嘅説話，係因為呢啲嘅説話完全都係講關乎基督嘅。佢係喺我哋心裏面發生個作用嘅。So we'll let the word, the message, the teaching of Christ of the Lord Jesus to dwell in our hearts。所以我哋就用基督嘅教訓嘅教導嘅説話，就住喺我哋嘅心裏邊。To dwell means to to live, to reside, to inhabit。咁啊，居住嘅意思即係話咧，就住
，甚至乎係即係佔據咗你間屋，而佢係喺嗰樹係差唔多生咗根咁上下啦。You could come and visit me at my house, and I could take you through all of the rooms and show you the rooms and the bedrooms and the office and all of the parts of my house, but you don't dwell there. 你可以去探訪一個人，咁我一路帶你去睇間屋四圍，咁睇啊四圍都個個細節都睇過曬，但係你唔會住喺裏邊嘅。I dwell there. 因為屋嘅主人住喺裏邊嘛。So does Rhonda. It means. In my house, our house, we are comfortable, we are secure, we're familiar, we know our house. 咁即係話你住喺嗰間屋裏邊咧，你就會感到舒適、安全，因為你認識嘛。That's what Paul is saying with the scriptures. We are to be comfortable in the scriptures, to live in the scriptures, to know the scriptures, to be familiar with them. They're our refuge. 咁啊，基督嘅。説話住喺我哋心裏面，即係話我哋對於神嘅教導係感覺到舒服，又認識，又記得，咁所以我哋成日都住喺佢嘅説話裏邊。And Paul actually says, let the word of Christ dwell in us。保羅就話咧，我哋就讓基督嘅説話嘅吩咐住喺我哋嘅心裏邊。So God's word is at home in us。所以基督嘅説話喺我哋心裏邊揾到佢嘅家鄉。And he says, let it dwell in us richly。佢係話豐豐富富嘅住喺我哋裏邊。Richly means in all of its fullness, in all of its complete, every part of it, not just our favourite bits, but all of it. 豐豐富富即係話唔係淨係少少嘅嘢，四圍都充滿曬佢嘅説話嘅影子。The Bible is God's revelation to us, and it's a vast, limitless resource of truth. 咁而聖經嘅啟示咧係好豐富嘅，係好完備嘅，全部係即係啊一個單純一嘅一個啊啊嘅源頭。George Mueller could testify that he read the Bible over 100 times, and every time he read it, he learned something new. 有一位咧，佢有個啊見證，佢話佢睇聖經睇過一百次，但佢每一次睇嘅時候都有新嘅亮光嘅。Just like scientists can look at the universe through a telescope and are still learning things, still discovering galaxies that we still haven't reached the edge of the universe. It's vast. 就好似浩瀚到咧，一個天文學家用佢嘅望遠鏡去到睇宇宙嘅時候，佢每一次都會睇到一啲新發現出嚟。Or just like medical science or other scientists who use a microscope and plummet into the atomic world of the cell and they're discovering more and more and more things。又或者好似一個微觀世界咁，一個係啊細胞學或者原子學嘅人，佢用一顯微鏡去睇。睇到好微細嘅，但係裏邊每一字佢都會睇到一啲唔同嘅新發現。So the God who gave us the scriptures is the same God who made the universe, the same God who made the cell. He's the one who gave us the scriptures. 所以神佢創造呢個宇宙，創造細胞，佢俾我哋嘅説話亦都係咁豐富、咁浩瀚、咁偉大。So we are to read it and study it and plummet its riches that are in the scriptures. 所以我哋應該係成日去睇，去到誒思考，去到係誒誒默想。Now notice Paul also says, "Let the word of Christ dwell in us, richly, plural, us." 保罗亦都话咧，就让基督嘅说话系丰丰富富嘅住喺我哋中间。And when he says us, he doesn't just mean in each one of us. What he means is when we come together in our congregation, let the word of Christ dwell in the congregation richly. 咁呢個住喺我哋中間意思唔係話住喺個別嘅人嘅中間裏邊，而喺我哋呢個羣體裏邊咧，佢係係豐豐富富嘅，係運行喺我哋當當中嘅。And he says in verse sixteen that we are to use the scriptures to teach, 
and to admonish one another. 咁而第十六節就話我哋要將神嘅説話去教導或者去去勸勉一啲嘅人嘅。To teach is to impart, to instruct, to train. To admonish is to correct or to warn. 去傳講教導即係話咧，我哋誒將嗰啲真理去誒指示或者訓練人，但係一個嘅勸告咧就話去矯正一啲人嘅嗰個行為或者嘅思想。So we are to enthrone Christ's peace in our hearts. 所以當我哋有基督嘅平安喺我哋心裏邊。And we are to engage the mind with the word of God. 我哋嘅頭腦亦都係被神嘅説話所佔用。Number three, we are to let the name of Christ influence all that we say. And all that we do. 我哋亦都第三點就係話，讓基督嘅名去到影響我哋生活上面所做所啊所想嘅事。The name of Christ is two things. It's his identification. 咁啊，基督嘅名係有兩個意義。第一個就係話我哋嗰個身份識別嗰個作用。And as we call ourselves Christians, we take His name. We identify with Him. 當我哋話我哋基督徒嘅時候，我哋就將我哋嘅身份同基督嘅認同嘅。We represent Him. 我哋代表緊佢。This very attractive, beautiful lady sitting here at the front is Mrs. Evans. 咁呢度前面有一位好漂亮嘅，咁佢就係代表緊某人嘅。Thank you, Sunny. That's very nice of you to say so. Um, she took my name. 因為佢係跟咗我哋牧師嘅姓噶嘛。She represents me. 因為佢係代表咗我哋主牧師噶嘛。We have two children. 佢哋有兩個兒女噶。They have our name. 佢哋都係同有一個家族嘅姓嘅。They represent us。佢哋又代表緊佢哋兩位嘅噃。The name identifies us with。個名係代表咗佢哋之間嘅一個特徵嘅。But the name also carries with it, secondly, authority。個名亦都係有一個誒授權喺裏邊嘅。His name is the name above every name。佢嘅名係超乎萬名之上。But just like for us, if we sign a check, we put our name on the check, we actually make that piece of paper legal tender. 就可以咁樣諗啊！如果我哋將我哋名簽喺張支票上面嘅話，咁呢張支票馬上成為咗一個合法嘅通貨噶啦。Our name authorizes it。我哋嘅名係可以授權人哋做啲嘢。So too, when we take the name of Christ, we are to let His name influence the way we speak, what we say, and what we do。所以當我哋話我哋係啊有基督嘅名嘅時候，我哋就用基督嘅名去到影響我哋自己，又去影響其他人。We represent Him。我哋代表緊基督。Philip the apostle came to Jesus one day in John chapter 14 and said, "Jesus, show us the Father." 咁啊喺啊約翰福音十四章裏面咁講啊，腓力就喺啊同基督講話，你不如將父顯現俾我哋睇下啦。And Jesus said, "Philip, have I been with you for so long and you don't know me? He who has seen me has seen the Father." 咁基督就話：我同你都咁耐啦，你仲唔知咩？人當見到我嘅時候，就咪好似見到基督一係，好似見到啊天父一樣咯。Now he could do it perfectly, but nonetheless, the point is still this: that as we follow Jesus, as we become mature in Christ, people should ask us, show us Jesus. 咁我哋，咁我哋亦都要諗啊，同係同樣喺今日，我哋如果向人哋傳講基督嘅時候，有人會同你講：喂，將基督顯現俾我哋睇下啦。And we should be able to say, if you want to see Jesus, either look at my life or come to my church. 如果人哋咁樣問嘅時候，你可唔可以咁樣講話？哦，你如果想睇睇基督係點，咁你咪睇下我咯，或者話你嚟我哋教會睇下啦。
Now that's the goal. That's what we are striving to become, more and more like Him. So we're not there yet, are we? But it's a journey that we're on together to become like Him. Some of us reflect Jesus in some parts of our lives better than other people. But we together are to let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts. The word of Christ to dwell in us richly. And the name of Christ to influence all that we say and all that we do. Before I go to the fourth point, I want you to notice that in all of this, the Lord Jesus is central. In verse 13, it's we forgive because Jesus forgives us. It's the peace of, peace of Jesus or Christ that rules our hearts. It's the word of Christ that dwells in us richly. And it's the name of Christ that influences all that we do or say. Now you may or may not have noticed in verse 15, 16 and 17, the Apostle Paul repeats something three times, once in each verse. In verse 16, 15, when the peace of Christ is ruling in our hearts, his thanks, his praise will be on our lips. In verse 16, it's to be thankful from our hearts sincerely. And please notice our Heavenly Father always looks on the heart, not just the outward performance. And then in verse 17, it's give thanks to the Father through the Lord Jesus. These things are all connected. If the peace of Christ is ruling in our hearts, and if the word of Christ is ruling in us richly, if all we do in his name influences all that we say and do, then the overflow of our life will be one of thankfulness. Thankful to him for what he's done, for what he's doing. For what he's not just doing in us, but what he's doing in those around us. For what he promises to do. The opposite of being thankful is to be a person who is complaining or grumbling. Now this is a heavy truth, but every time we complain, every time we grumble about something, we impugn the character of God. Because our complaining 
indirectly or it implies that God doesn't care or that God's not in control. So if Christ's peace is in our hearts, if his word is dwelling richly in us, if we are doing everything we say and do in his name, then thankfulness will be the outgrowth, the overflow. So on this Thanksgiving Sunday, if you find yourself being a you can use this to evaluate yourself. If you find yourself not being thankful, look for those three areas of your life. 或者今天都崇拜完了之後,你可以自己做個檢視,如果在你的生命裡面都沒有這種感恩的心的話,你看看這三點有沒有在你的心裡面。Are you at peace in your heart? 有沒有平安在你心裡面。Is his word dwelling in you richly? 他的說話有沒有豐豐富富住在你的裡面。Is everything you say and do done as his representative in his name? So there could be an area for you to evaluate yourself and to align yourself with his will and purposes. So just to say it one more time. Personally, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Listen to what he says in your heart. Personally and as a congregation, let the word of Christ dwell in us richly. Listen to the word of God. And in all of our lives, when we go back into our worlds and our works and families, in everything we say and in everything we do, do it as his representative. And do all of that with an attitude of thankfulness. Thanks, God bless everybody.